welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Okay. Hey, everybody. Good morning. My name is Michael, and I'm a sexaholic. And I'm grateful to be here talking about the steps. I think that um, the steps are the most important um, tool I have in my life that um, I've been given sobriety uh, through the working of the steps. And uh, I can't take credit for my sobriety, but I can take credit for the things I've done in my past that have, uh, that have led me to my bottom. So I, I don't think if I went and, and burnt my hand on a stove and ran to the hospital to get it fixed. I don't think I should be able to get credit for how wonderfully I walked into the hospital and how, what a terrific person I am to have gotten uh, help for my hand. Um, I have to cooperate with the gift I've been given. And so uh, with that analogy, if I, if I go and I pay attention to what they tell me to do, and then I do those things and my hand peels, then I can't take credit as if I healed my hand. The reason I bring that up is because I believe that for many, many years, I was looking at the steps wrong. I was looking at the fellowship wrong. I was looking at the, the, the program wrong. I, I'm not saying that it was all for naught. I'm saying that as the longer I, I remain sober, the, the, the more clearly I see this in my life. And I, I love to share this with others because it's, it's, um, the most important thing that I've ever learned, especially in 12-step program, in the the 12-step meetings and in my life of 12-step. I've actually been working the steps for almost my whole life. (laughs) Um, I'm 61 now, and uh, it was, uh, my very first meeting was in 1982. And so, in AA. And so I've been working the steps in, in AA all this time. And then in 91, I joined SA. Um, and I'm, I'm sober now uh, 18 years uh, in SA. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. But again, just like the analogy of the hand, I can't take credit for what a wonderful guy I am for doing the things that, that you folks have taught me. And I am... Um, I guess the word would be compelled. I feel compelled 
to carry that out. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to share this. They asked me to speak uh, for Sim, and they said, what topic would you like? And I, and I actually said that this was clearly the most important thing I want to talk on. Um, the steps don't take away my difficulties. The steps don't cure me. The steps don't, they're not a secret um, answer to life, but they're the most important tools for living that I've ever experienced. And the longer I work the steps and the more I grow in sobriety, the more important it is for me to focus on this aspect. So that's why I asked to, to share on this. Um, I, just to qualify, I, um, I grew up feeling, just like the literature says, I felt inadequate, unworthy, alone, afraid. My insides never matched what I saw on the outsides of others. I came to feel disconnected from parents, from peers, from myself. I tuned out with fantasy and masturbation. I tuned in to, to the images and I pursued the objects of my fantasies. So I lusted, want to be lusted after. And um, uh, when I looked at an image of a, a woman looking at me, she appeared to be wanting me. And that was electric for me. Uh, plus I could, in my fantasy world, I could have her be anyone I wanted, do anything I wanted. It could, it could morph in my head. I mean, it's, um, uh, I'm a very visual person. So that was powerful. That was a powerful drug, excuse me, for many years. And um, it caused a lot of havoc. I've always said that I'm a, uh, I was a, an addict waiting to happen. So I was very unhappy, filled with anger, hated myself, hated everybody around me, but I pretended like I was great, like I was a great person and that I was uh, doing well. And when I was, um, I don't know, probably 16 is when I first started acting out by myself very soon after with, with uh, girls at school, on dates and such. And then in college, uh, uh, discovered the, 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 the magic of chemicals, you know, with, uh, with pot and uh, alcohol. And, and the inhibitions that were released or, or removed by those chemicals helped me to then um, uh, uh, feel more free and comfortable to act out even further, to pursue women more, it gave me confidence. And so it was the perfect combination of lust and drinking or pot or whatever. And, and so for the next five years, I drank an awful lot and I smoked a lot and acted out a lot. Um, you know how they sometimes you hear the phrase a uh, drug of choice well lust was always my drug of choice so i i uh, i wanted so badly to to make those images come to life in my life and it caused for some awkward situations 
a lot of problems in the dating world and then um met someone and and she enjoyed um acting out a lot we laughed uh, a lot she had a good sense of humor so we uh got married i mean i actually thought in my mind that that meant that we loved each other and um it's sad because i had no business marrying her um but there was something great that came out of it is our son so so he's a a a, a wonderful guy he's 31 and he's um very happy and and so far knock on wood he i don't get the sense that he is uh, uh, an addict but the lust got stronger and stronger and it caused a lot more issues in my life and um and then i started uh pursuing other women and it caused a lot of issues and um i i don't want to go too far into that the the details simply because i want to talk about the the topic that we we, we are meeting on right now um but there were many, many, many reasons why we uh, got a divorce. Um, <clears throat> but before that even happened, I knew that there was something wrong with me. So I, I, I was talking to somebody, asked them about uh, SA. They told me that, yes, I, I certainly would qualify. <laughs> and and um, so I went to my first meeting. It was in uh, El Cajon, California on... Um, uh, Tuesday night, uh, 1991, July 16th, 1991 was my first, uh, essay meeting. And, um, I worked the steps a lot, but it was more of, um, the way, I, the way I, I think of the steps is it felt more like I was, um, working assignments in school. So I would meet with my sponsor and, um, uh, I would, uh, he, he would uh, give me an assignment. And so I would go and I'd work on my assignment. I would write out something and I would present it to him like as if I was presenting a paper and he would look at it and he wouldn't grade it, but he, he would definitely look at it and talk about it. And I, I'm not saying that that's not what the steps are about. What I'm saying is I thought that that was specifically the 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 uh the end result i thought that that all of my my all of my focus at that time was uh pleasing him with the results of my work uh you know did i do this right did i do this right and years later when i was trying to explain the steps to a sponsee, I uh, started doodling some, some things on paper um, just to show, because I'm a visual person. I wanted to show how I, um, how I was seeing the steps. And when he saw the images that we were drawing, I'm not like an artist, like a hand artist, but when, when my sponsees would see that, it would, a light bulb would go off. And uh, it was from that um, initial um, effort that that this all started coming about in in uh, our heads as a group, as a as a home group. We all started talking about how 
you can really look at the steps in a visual way. And, um, and it grew in time to uh, a, a video that we did for, for YouTube. And, uh, and um, then we started talking about using it in our inner group. It never got officially done in our inner group. But then later, I got a chance to work on a project using these ideas uh, on a committee I was working on. So I'm going to take a sidetrack and just say that uh, I, I'm a service junkie. I absolutely love to serve. And the reason is because uh, it, it, it feels like it's a... Uh, I'm, I'm compelled to serve, okay? So I'm not serving because I'm some great guy. I'm not serving because I think I'm wonderful. And I'm not serving because it's all about me. I'm serving because I really want others to be as happy as I've become. And, um, and so at another time, maybe about five years ago, um, uh, I was asked to be, uh, to consider being a, a trustee. And so I just finished a four year um, a term of service working on the uh, board of trustees as a trustee. So I wanna just take a quick uh, side note just to uh, give a shout out to that form of service. If you love serving and you have, I think it's uh, five years sobriety, uh, it's, it's all in the service manual, look it up. Uh, I highly recommend working on uh, the board of trustees, or at least considering it. And even if you don't feel like you're ready for that, you can work on any of the committees that are involved. And there are many, many committees. They're all listed in the service manual. And there are many, many ways to serve. If you have a brain for finance, you can serve on the finance committee. If you have a brain for graphics, um, you know, talent for graphics, you can work in um, uh, public in public information if you have a talent for um oh my goodness it's just there, there are so many if you have a talent for writing you could be on the literature committee anyway as a trustee you're actually working on several committees and of the four years i have to tell you that this was my very favorite project and it, it, the culmination was this brochure so Look it up if you haven't seen it yet. It's called Why Working the Steps is Important. This looks like a commercial. I'm not, this is not a commercial for it, but I just wanted to tell you this is, this is the, in my opinion, this is the most important thing I worked on in the whole four years of being a trustee. The reason is because I all, like I said before, I always thought that the working of the steps was the, the, uh, I write out this. I share it with my sponsor and then that's it. I didn't get a big picture. So, so that's what this brochure is all about is giving uh, any member a 40,000 foot view of the steps. Why do we work the steps? And When I say I worked them wrongly, what I mean is my focus wasn't about, uh, wasn't the same as it is now. My focus in the beginning and for quite a while, a number of years, my focus was um, getting to know me better. 
I thought that the purpose of the steps and the purpose of going to meetings was to learn more about me and how I act and why I do the things I do. And, um, and, and it was focused on if I could just learn the right things to say, learn the right things to do, learn the right actions in my life, then I'd be able to stay sober. I really did think that it was all about learning the how to stay sober, the, the, in the day-to-day actions like, Oh, you know, Hey, what do you do uh, when this happens? And he'd say, my sponsor would say, uh, Oh, I, I do this. And I think, okay, okay. I could try that. And it, all of that is very important, but it's not the most important thing to me. This is my opinion. And, and also one of our brochures, the, 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 Learning about me and why I do the things I do and the uh, tricks, the actions, the, 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 the way to keep sober are all things that I inevitably will learn if I keep coming to meetings and keep working the steps. Those are inevitable elements that I will uh, that I will learn about myself. That's not why. That's not why working the steps is important. I don't work the steps just to learn more about me. And I want to be clear on that because the the Michael from 1982 didn't get it. The Michael from 1991 didn't get it. Uh, the Michael from 2001 didn't get. It. So if you don't mind, I just want to explain in my own mind how this works, why working the steps is important. So step number one is that I know that I have a problem. I, I come to the fellowship. I'm broken. I'm powerless. I am uh, without power against lust. If it's between me and lust, Lust will win every time. If it's between me and lust, I will die. Lust is a thousand times more powerful than me. I have no power, none. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. The the literature clearly shows how I'm the problem, he's the solution. How do I get to him? Well, between me and him, there is a lot of stuff, a lot of distractions, a lot of uh, defects, a lot of problems, a lot of... um, Um, You could call them sins. You could call them defects. You could call them uh, foibles. But they are things that block me from him. And if he's got all power, 
and I have none, I want his power. Okay? Three months from now, five years from now, there will be some moment in my life that will be an overwhelming uh, lust trigger. It will come to me totally out of left field, out of my blind side. I won't be expecting it. It will be extremely convincing. At that moment, I'm without a defense on my own. I have no power. So at that moment, I'm going to need a lot of power. I may not be able to pick up my phone and call somebody. I may not be near a meeting. I may not be anywhere near anybody. I need to be able to plug into that power and I need it to be there with me. I need to feel it strongly with me. I need to know that power is with me, inside of me, and that I need to be able to um, obtain it, to plug in. And so I've got all these defects of character and they make me unhappy. So between me and God, instead of a very clear, clean line of communication, I am sad, I am distraught, I am um, unhappy, depressed, uh, anxious, uh, worrisome, uh, angry, uh, feeling inadequate. So I want to feel good. It's normal. It's natural. We, we, as humans, we want to feel good. So instead of working on those defects, I ingest something or I uh, do something or look at something, and then I feel better. But it's only temporarily. It's only for a brief period because it wears off. And then I go back and I try more and more and more. And so, so between me and this power are all these defects, and all I'm doing is covering them. So this cloud between me and him is even thicker. And now I can't see him at all. There's no chance of seeing him. However, when I come into the fellowship, when I come into the program of recovery, when I started out, all I did was I removed the uh, lust. I removed the acting out. I removed the chemicals, whatever, the uh, gambling, shopping, eating, you know, lust. All I did was I just removed that, but I still have all my defects. So that's where I, I was an unhappy member. I'm in meetings and I'm saying, ah, this isn't working. I don't like it. I'm writing this stuff out with my sponsor. I'm not acting out, but why am I not happy? And right there is where sometimes we lose sponsees. That's sometimes when we lose a member. That's certainly where I had a lot of issues in early sobriety, where I was thinking, I'm working the steps, 
I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this. Why am I not happy? If I have this overview, if I have this looking, this 40,000 foot overview of the, the 12 step program of recovery, it gives me the, the, um, it gives me the, the knowledge that the answer will come, but I have to put my house in order. So I need to work on those defects. I need to, with his help, with the help of the sponsor, with the help of the meetings, I need to, to, to work on my defects. I need to make amends for my past. I need to do all these things. To, to clear away the wreckage of the past. And then I'm removing basically anything that blocks me from my higher power, from the, uh, the, the one book uh, calls it uh, the sunlight of the spirit. So, so if I want that power in my life, if I want to feel him with me, if I want to know he's there when I need him to give me the strength that I need because I ain't doing it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I have no power. I'm a dead man. If I want that, I need to work on the steps to get to him. It, it is simply, this, what, this, what this became, this, this brochure became, was a, a, another way of looking at the steps. It gives me the overview to, to realize why I'm doing the things I'm doing. Uh, and it helps. I need to know that um, later on today or three months from now or five years from now, I can call upon that power that's greater than me and he will restore me to sanity at that moment. I am, um, I am uh, destined to fail if I'm doing this on my own. So the less I become, the greater he becomes. The more I focus on his power, the, the less I focus on my own. And I'm telling you that I think that I would have died had I not been uh, given this piece of information, this, this, and I, and I actually, at this moment, because you, you go to so many meetings, you go to so many, um, uh, 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 you make so many phone calls, you make, you have so many conversations in sobriety that, uh, I'm, I'm not even sure of who told me this. Um, but, but it did give us an opportunity to put together a, a, a brochure and, um, so, like I said, I worked on many, many different projects over the course of those four years. Uh, and this was uh, with the Public Information Committee and with the Literature Committee. And uh, uh, I did some work with the uh, H&I Committee. And, uh, and, and this was the culmination of uh, a lot of those conversations. So, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to share that with others. Um, I know we're supposed to have time for, for questions. Um, I'm not sure um, if, Daniel, if this is the time to do that. Um, we could do if you had, Joe, I mean, are, are you finished on your side of um, 
Yeah. Um, so we don't we don't really have so many questions that have come in. Um, okay. Um, we can. Um, Just on a, on a, you know on a on a practical level, I think, um, because there's no one way of working the steps, but they magically work, right? Right. Um, ha have you changed key exercises over the years as you've been in introduced to new exercises? And another question that I have is: Do you use different exercises with different sponsees, um, like? One would be a, a deep big book marking with another guy doing an oral. Uh, it's an excellent question, and um, I, uh, uh, I have tried over the years to come up with something that's more standard, but that does not work because everybody is different. And um, when I speak to a sponsee, when I meet them. I, there is one thing that I do ask of them, and this is this is the one thing that I ask of every sponsee, is to spend uh, five minutes in silence sometime towards the beginning of their day. Um, and this is not driving. This is not in the shower. This is not while doing anything at all. And what it does is it gives a sponsee a, um, uh, uh, a bed level, basic, uh, dedication to this, this school of silence. I've heard that term before this school of silence. And, uh, it gives a, it gives the person a chance to reflect. How did I do yesterday? What went wrong? How can I try better? And, and, and you're basically throwing yourself to, uh, to God in his, um, in, and giving him the opportunity to share with you something that he wants of you that day. Um, that five minutes is the, the, the germ of a whole relationship with him, but we can never get to that without starting that five minutes. So if there's one thing that I always ask of every sponsee, it's just to at least spend five minutes. And the, the thought behind it is that sooner or later, that five will become six and that six will become seven and on and on and on. Uh, if I am ever going to have a relationship with him and to, to, to improve my conscious contact with him, it has to be with a dedication of time. I'm not going to magically realize he's there if, if I'm busy all the time. I have to spend that time dedicated to him. Somebody had uh, uh, shared with me that, that's, um, that, that term you may have heard uh, from ancient literature, the uh, here I am, Lord, I've come to do your will. So you're basically at the beginning of the day, you're reporting for duty. That was what somebody else told me. They said, you're, it's sort of like you're saying, uh, I think the Hebrew word is hineni. When you say, you know, here I am, Lord, I've come to do your will, I'm reporting for duty. What do you need of me? And then shut up. <laughs> and the reason I shut up is because if he's got the answers and I don't, I want to be able to hear them. 
So he knows what I need. He's not going to, I'm not going to be able to benefit if all I do is tell him what I need because he already knows. This is, um, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Like if you went to a restaurant and you just kept talking about the food, they'll never bring you the food until you stop and let them bring you the food. And then you can go ahead and, and, and eat. So I hope that makes sense. Yes, yes, it does make sense. And um, someone else asked, Israel here in Israel asked about um, how, uh, any, how to not get burnt out in the steps. How to not get burnt out in the steps. That's an interesting way of wording the question because I work all 12 steps in all my affairs all the time. I, tr I try to work the steps and I, I can't see getting burnt out on what gives me life. I think that question sounds as if it comes from somebody who perhaps is too focused on the actual um, exercises. I have to do this and then I have to do this and then I have to do this and then I have to do this. And it's more of a, I think what, what I try to ask a sponsee to do is to think of the steps as receiving that power. So I can't get, I can't get burnt out of receiving that power. I, it makes me want more. I, I, I won't get burnt out of getting stronger happier, more joy-filled, more useful, more purposeful, that's not going to make me burn out. What would make me burn out is if, as if uh, I was, I'm just making this up, but if I was sober 10 years, my sponsor would say, okay, so today I need you to, you know, write an essay on this. I think that would burn me out because then it's all a focus on me getting to know me so that I can help myself. And it's all this this focus on me, but I could never ever get out, get burnout of receiving that much power. Um, all I can tell you is that I get happier and happier and happier over the years. My problems are still there. I, you know, it doesn't take away all my difficulties, but those that it does are a distant memory. And it just makes me happier to be able to share that with others. Hope that makes sense. Mm, yes, it does. And Emmanuel is asking um, in the UK, why is it that despite the blessings of putting in the work, I'm still so reluctant to do it? Oh, oh, sure, sure. I think I think we're all very, very selfish. I mean, I certainly, uh, I know that for myself, um, I, uh, uh, I still enjoy my defects. You know, I still in, there's a certain enjoyment out of them because it's, it's, um, it's that overwhelming sense of self, you know, I'm going to treat myself to this. I'm, this will make me feel good. You know, so I, I'm, I'm reluctant personally, I'm reluctant sometimes because of 
the temptation that's in front of me. Uh, uh, the voice inside me says, now this is where you feel better. You want to feel, you're at, pretty stressed at work today, and I suggest you try this. And that's when I plug into my higher power, and it gives me uh, uh, much, much more joy in the long run. Thank you. Um, Brendan, did you have a question for Michael? Well, actually, I, 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 I may, actually, Michael, I, I have one thing. We have a scheduling issue here. We have one last speaker who was to be on another channel and didn't get the opportunity, and we didn't get to hear from Korea about the Emerging Fellowship in Korea. And so I'd like to, if there's, if there's, if I give Michael a couple of minutes to sort of say a few last things, and then we might turn over to Sean from the Korean group. Oh, hang on. We're doing our own meeting in Korean. Hey, there. Hang on. What did they say to me? Uh, so let's let uh, Sean speak. Um, yeah, Sean, are you there? So let's let Michael finish, and then Sean, if he yeah. can work out how to get a microphone, because he didn't yet. He'll yeah, speak very up, but good. We'll okay. leave it out with All the right. Irish jig. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, so go ahead and, and Just, and just wrap carry up. on there, Michael. There you go. Now I can hear you. Uh, Brendan, I'll just wrap up. Um, I, I really just wanted to say how grateful I am uh, for the opportunity. I think that talking about the steps and why they're important uh, is uh, the most important thing in my life to do. Um, and, and what it did was it, it brought me back to uh, the religion of my childhood and it brought me uh, countless joys and blessings. And uh, I, I'm amazed how life gets better and better and better and better. And it doesn't stop. And uh, uh, I was just talking to a sponsee last night and saying that in the beginning, it's a huge roller coaster. And that as time goes on, that roller coaster gets smaller and smaller, but there's still ups and downs in life. The nice thing is that it's gone from crazy down here that it gets smaller but higher. So I'm happier and happier and happier, but it doesn't remove everything. Uh, uh, I still have issues to deal with, and uh, life is still challenging, but um, my, my sense of his presence is stronger now than it ever, ever has been before, and for that I'm very grateful. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.